Welcome to Mindful Space to Pause. Your host is Dee Lee. In our show, you'll experience what it means to take a break, get in tune with your true self, and be in the present. Now, here is your host, Dee Lee. Welcome to our show, Mindful Space to Pause. My name is Dee Lee, and I'm your host today as we explore practicing presence, savoring gratitude. We can begin applying this immediately as we embark on this personal design assignment of ourselves. Gratitude, Zig Ziglar said, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. Are you a thankful person for both small and big things in your life? It is easy to block out and forget the details of each day as we are hustling and bustling around trying to navigate our daily challenges. There's so much to be thankful for from nature's abundant, colorful gifts, the air we breathe, and our close relationships. When you choose to be here now, savoring the abundance and all that comes with it with your eyes, your ears, your nose, your touch, and taste, these are all senses that each of us have. It is amazing how uplifted you will feel. You can make a choice to have an approach of including your total being in each of your available moments, and you will find yourself savoring the experience. At the end of each day, you know, pause and express with gratitude all that you remember and savor from your encounters during that day. Today we're learning um, about uh, what it means to savor, because there's lots of different thoughts about it, and also gratitude. So we're savoring gratitude, and um, how we go about this is really exploring several interesting factors. And we get a lot of advice. There is a lot of um, published thoughts and uh, ideas about um, coping from uh, negative events and we get a, an abundance of negativity all around us and through um, different in, inputs but we can deliberately uh, look for good things um, and that takes some effort when we savor and we look at the concept of savoring it is a real you know, it's a it's a critical component um, from our psychology and training in how to have positivity around us. And usually, um, the richest experiences involve being in awareness. You're present, and that can be um, as you're present currently, but also your awareness of past and future events um, can help bring back certain memories and savoring is part of a key fred bryant um wrote a book or was helping um was a co-author in a book savoring a new model of positive experience that um they they really were looking at how to um really have an experience that was so awesome that um when when you're there in that experience, you want to stay there. And um, basically, he has explored ways to um, be able to do that. 
And when you look back on that event, um, you know, it's also trying to pull in our, out of the archive those uh, moments that you you totally were in awe. And it's interesting because when you're able to do that, uh, there is a lot of intensity with um, how you feel in the moment and also your joy feel feeling. So, Bryant is the father of research on savoring, and it's quite a concept as we become more aware of our our personal feelings and knowing that, you know, if we're experiencing a positive event, we can actually increase our happiness and have that something that we can remember. The word savoring and also the idea of swishing the experience around is is um, interesting. Uh, Bryant, uh, in his 2006 book, was playing with the words like that, and it helps to really have a visual. Um, he, um, you know, is is like taking things for granted sometimes is difficult to uh, have going on all the time. But we, when we take a look at how we react to certain events, if, if we are unhappy but we put a smile on, on our face, sometimes um, people have said you can fake it until you make it. So as you're smiling even though you're unhappy – you're likely to actually get happier because other people that are around you are smiling back at you. And that helps to trigger a different emotion. But savoring is really um, the glue that is holding things together. And, um, you know, it's something that um, it's not just for the present moment, but you can also uh, find yourself planning and, and reminiscing about, uh, say, uh, if you're putting together a plan for a, vo- you know, a vacation, either currently in a voca- vacation situation or planning it, uh, as you take a look at this, as you're savoring the process of planning, it's very related to how to spend time with things that you're you're categorizing, like during that vacation, you're um, anticipating uh, having a great time in the vacation. So you're um, you're possibly experiencing some savoring moments as you're planning it, but also you're experimenting with ideas. And once you've gone on the vacation, then you start reminiscing about the good times that you have. So, um, there's different words here, anticipating the savoring uh, before an event, and as we involve ourselves, um, we take a look and we we actually are participating, then that's kind of another way to have um, some anticipatory savoring. As we practice this, too, we're uh, finding that um, as we have thing, good things happening and as we enjoy things, it's also going to um, start our days out better um, in, a, in a different framework in our minds. And on most notes, we are able to actually have a good day, uh, things that roll through your situation. If you've had a chance to start out your day in a, in a good way, um, you're 
going to find yourself appreciating and possibly saving, savoring different things than you might experience uh, if you weren't present. So it's really not putting yourself into too much pressure to have um, this in your your sight, but also know that um, it's something that as you're involving your senses, you know, your your all of your senses are present, then um, each moment can become something to savor because you're present and you're also sensing it um, with all of your your focus. And that can make a lot of difference in how you enjoy things, um, not just the present things, but also reminiscing about something. So it's very much you know, looking at focusing on things that um, positive events, and we look at trying to find ways to be happy and know that um, happiness is different for each person. But positive, positive events um, don't have or aren't exactly uh, totally um, about happiness. But when we appreciate the feelings of these things, um, sometimes um, time itself is a wonderful sensation because we we look at um, time and we look at the skills of savoring that we practice, we're going to have a better uh, experience because we're, we're aware of the, the feelings. And when we feel like there is an abundance of time, you know, there's a, a, an abundance in the present moment. And we say, oh, well, then we can relax. There's, there's time. We have time to savor. Um, if we're too pushed toward events, then we're going to be in a an anxious mode looking to move through events rather than being able to stretch out the time of experiencing that particular pleasure maybe that we were um, had been anticipating and wanting to experience. But then as an actual event, possibly um, if it has to do with something planned and, and other things change it, we might have some anxious moments. But appreciation does expand the time, and sometimes that is helpful. Sometimes, um, you know, time passes quickly anyway. Um, we might wish ourselves to be elsewhere. Uh, it's hard to be present totally all the time. But the more that we practice and we're saying to ourselves, okay, I want to savor this moment, um, this experience as you go through your day, when you're aware and you're in that moment, you're thinking, well, um, this is a wonderful sensation. I want to have that in my my mind as this feeling. So you're looking for maximum experience in your moments, and you can ask yourself um, completely, you know, in in a question process, saying, "Okay, well, um, that's a wonderful expression, and I feel." this moment is so valuable, I want to recall it in total emotional feeling of some some labeling that you want to put on that. But when we have a an attitude to start out with that time is abundant, then we're going to have enough time for us to do things, and we're not going to be looking to um, add new time to something that I mean, it's time is time, but um, sometimes we're 
finding our experience saying, okay, well, we can be in this time frame of it being totally open. And that has a, a different feel than if you're there for 10 minutes or put a timer on something. So a lot of times we want to have the time pass quickly and we might want to have our uh, sites um, here now because we're trying to practice this, but also we want to be elsewhere. And so um, we have to look at this process and say, okay, well, I value my savoring process because then I can have this available for myself down the road. And um, if we look forwards and backwards uh, in our memories, we're looking for um, a desire to have a point where we can say, well, I'm, I'm here now and I'm savoring this moment. I want to remember the moment. So sometimes it takes a deliberate focus to say, okay, let's really be here. Immerse yourself in that moment. Possibly if you're outside in the in nature, you want to actually um, record in your mind the details. Go down into the small details of the forest. How does it smell? How does, you know, when you're in your situation there in that event, you really are immersing yourself and possibly um, pick up a, a um, or take a picture that you can remember and share into memory. Um, when you're not located there again, but have it so that uh, you have that available and you'll find yourself actually being able to remember certain moments because you have taken that extra focus and time of saying, I want to remember this in this situation and say, okay, we're, um, I'm sharing this with myself, but also I can share it in the future because I'm uh, able to be present. Um, sometimes time feels more vast and we've, we maybe have only taken 10 minutes to do something. And when we look at this too, it's very interesting because some of those moments that we feel we have in addition to an allowed time, we feel it's a gift. And the more that we practice actually um, participating with an experience with this kind of a savoring, um, it's, it's like taking a structure of a photo and getting it into an um, outline. So you actually have um, the same photo, but maybe it's an outline form. You could actually then color it with different colors and the time involved in having that process you're you're really immersing into that photo and you're experiencing things that maybe in that photo weren't obvious when you first looked at it and as you spend the time and the paying attention to the details within that process you're going to remember that image or remember the things in the photo that made you feel different so savoring has a, a real value in um, having that sense of details and also emotions. I mean, because you can have an emotion around certain things um, and some of that is, it's really taking a, um, a step further, but uh, we are sharing the memories with ourselves and others possibly 
based upon you know how we our interpretation of what we experienced. And so some of the process in this is um, maybe a bit out there, but it's taking time and taking the time to do this on a daily basis so that your experiences as you practice this in an active mode, it becomes easier to do as you go along too, to, to actually take a snapshot of your event and have it so that you feel the, the actual presence that you're there and how it feels. So um, as we go along on that, you know, pausing and uh, looking at the value of pausing, um, it helps to do this on a regular basis several times a day. It gives your whole mindset a whole new um, possibility. And um, pausing is basically what it is. You know, it's taking um, some time aside from your normal processes and stepping into a, a pause moment, which is mostly listening and calming ourselves down in different space. On that note, we're going to take a D note and we're going to pause and we will be back shortly. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break. Hit the pause pad button or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Do you ever feel that life is overwhelming and your thoughts are all over the place? Do you always think you need more but feel less satisfied no matter what? Are you looking for a little bit of clarity and peace and a whole lot of joy and playfulness? Join Jan Christensen and Marnix Powells as they reveal the secret of the human experience to help you find your magnificent mind. A Magnificent Mind airs Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. 
Welcome back to Mindful Space. I'm Dee Lee, and we're um, practicing presence today with savoring gratitude. And gratitude, uh, we have a lot of uh, different definitions of gratitude, blessings. There's a lot of different words. And we also are remembering through our mental process of um, you know, pausing and taking time to savor experiences. Uh, when we when we take the activity of savoring, uh, not only reminiscing, but we can also have a process that is anticipatory and having this available so that as we go through an experience or an event, when we're present, we're actually asking ourselves to, in our senses, um, really look deeply into the event or around us and have it so that we are present in this in, in as many of our senses as we can because that helps when we are sharing the memory later, we're, we're going to recall that whole event in a better way because we will have been there in all of our parts and pieces of senses um, so that we can recall something hopefully that has some value and we can recall the memory itself, but we also have the emotion around it too. So we can remind ourselves in different ways this way too so that we enjoy things now, but we also can remember them down, uh, in the uh, future. Um, and knowing that um, it is an acquired skill, this has practice. It's like any change or habit change. As we're cultivating these changes, you know, we want to look at things in a different way. We want to experiment and try things. So sometimes one uh, uh, process might work, and then on the next event, we don't find ourselves able to do something. But uh, if we're looking in at a lot of this through our um, feelings, you know, we can feel happiness, so we can sense joy. And as we look in the, the process of how do we work with this in, our, in ourselves f- with having a better experience so that we can recall things, it's really having um, a union, um, or it's, it's like engineering moments that we can then uh, have some different clarity and we can linger in the moment. So happiness works in different ways for different people and has um, a different effect. But if we look at something from a uh, simple vacation point, we start talking about, I mean, savoring itself, a lot of the savoring that we may have heard more in the past has to do with food or something like chocolate, you're, you're going to find yourself repeating that same kind of approach because it's been something you've had in the past. But that's how we um, are trained sometimes um, by our life events and how people relate to things that feel good or um, we're anticipating something. But when we talk about having a vacation attitude, um, and a daily vacation, it has a different ring to it. And we want to take that that thought process and say, okay, well, um, I'm going to gift myself um, a little area of my day, possibly several, you know, where we sprinkle in the, the during the day 
a little moment of mind pause. And it can be as little as a moment or 20 minutes. Um, taking a vacation is um, usually gives us a powered up um, feeling within ourselves of excitement. And it's pleasurable. So as we think of this uh, and boil it down into having more of this um, possibility during our days, you know, sprinkle through your day different pleasurable experiences. And they could be so simple as uh, picking up a, a musical instrument or walking your dog, um, talking on the phone with a, an old friend, um, watching the sunset, um, you know, taking your cup of coffee outside if it's possible to do that, um, taking time to read you know, or write poetry if that's something that is very exciting to do for you and taking a moment. Mostly it's finding a time that you can um, not be distracted by either other people or um, your phone or computer situations. And so we try to be in those moments really to be present. And each of these um, are really finding ways to practice that um, in the practice mode, we take more time to focus on it and really plan it. But as you do this more time um, every day and have it so that it, it becomes spontaneous, you're going to find that you're stimulating your emotion, your positive emotions and your pleasurable emotions with a concept. And as you're feeling positive about this, you're also um, stimulating your memory so that as you have a feeling associated with this event, you're going to then be able to have that move through you and also be able to recall it down the road and um, find out that you're, when you recall it, you're going to feel really good about it, uh, that experience. And so they can be very small breaks or pauses that are just happening during the day, even when you're in, you know, at work or whatever, you just have an opportunity to do something a little different that is a feeling of, it's almost luxurious because you're, you're lingering in a pleasurable moment and uh, it makes us, in our minds anyway, feel like we have a lot more time. Uh, rather than feeling the tightness of time, that we don't have time to do that. So sometimes people are rushing around so fast that they feel like they lack time. And um, when they're consciously looking for time, it feels more elusive. But by practicing savoring, we're really finding more time. And we don't have to move quite so fast. We can slow down. And people, um, for the most part, look at slowing down as being a negative. But when we think of it in the terms of taking the time, um, time is uh, essentially everyone has the same amount of time, but it's how we approach it. And the event or the experience can actually help us to pay attention in a different way. Because we're, we're here feeling it, and it becomes the we're more aware of something that's happening. So it's a delicious moment. And 
that could be so simple. I mean, if we're uh, associating the savoring to food, it is delicious. But deliciousness can be a feeling, too. It can be a pleasure how we experience something. So lingering and slowness is sometimes um, also known as um, taking a break, but also dilly-dallying. But in a way, what we are doing is taking time to actually um, decide in our planning to do something uh, for ourselves. And um, some of it is um, spontaneous, but we know that that also is available to take and linger on something. And as we do this, it's part of uh, taking moments that we can then recall later on. The um, Thich Nhat Hanh said, many people are alive, but don't touch the miracle of being alive. So we want to practice being more alive and present in our different uh, experiences and um, understanding that everyone has different challenges um, when we have an opportunity to sip our coffee and take uh, some space uh, where we're able to be quiet and listen, not be a, a distracted, it can feel like it's magical. Uh, savoring is magical when we start looking at different ways to uh, feel about it. And um, it's delicious. And when we give ourselves enough pause to actually feel this and taste it and be with ourselves in our all of our senses, it is a lot of joy also. Uh, we can teach ourselves a lot from this uh, process of being more mindful and, and being present. Um, and in doing so, too, we become um, more present with everything that we're doing as we're practicing and the practice itself is really um, where we pay close attention to something and maybe don't rush on to the next thing that you have on your list but really uh, give yourself some space within the activity and if you're um, able to take more time than you had originally planned you're you're enjoying what's happening um that is, is another way to say, wow, this is just so awesome. And by doing it, you're going to look around and savoring every moment as you go and practice more. You're going to be present with every moment. So your memory and your process of recall uh, gives you something to really be able to look forward to as well. Um, and the more that you practice, the better we get as we savor um, something that we're working on. And some of this can be so simple because we um, tend to just move through our days on task and maybe in the numb attitudes, the more that we pay attention and slow down, we're going to feel like it's a luxurious moment. And, um, and we're able to sit when we're doing something and really pay attention and focus. So that's a real blessing right there. And we notice that we have a different feeling in ourselves internally too. So anxiety can melt away. Um, we can have thoughts of um, positive peace and giving space to this too 
um, every experience has a, an opportunity to be practiced with, even if something routine. So when we look at uh, something routine and we are savoring the routine, um, that gives us a, a calm sense of, of, of uh, feeling as well. So it, it's, a, it's a gift and it's, it can be uh, delicious. So Buddha said, as you walk and eat and travel, be where you are. Otherwise, you will miss most of your life. And from that aspect, you know, it's something where how we are pausing and we're developing a habit when, um, when we see something um, and we start looking at it as a stimulus for remembering. It's sometimes different for each of us as to how we want to have um, ourselves react or remember, uh, recall. But if we pause and pick out something that's going to be available to us um, on a regular basis to, to catch our attention, then we um, can pause and totally immerse in the experience knowing that, okay, we're going to savor this moment, whatever that is. But we have something that triggers us. It's, it's like, a, like the stimulus to remember or to pause and immerse. And when we do this, we're going to uh, take mental pictures and we're going to be consciously aware of what's going on so that we can remember things later. So thinking in the present, we are present and we want to stay present and be able to remember as we immerse, we're going to be remembering the details, consciously looking for things that um, are going to be able to be recalled later and as we go through this we want to congratulate ourselves and say okay well wow this is really hard work we're showing ourselves that we can um we can take time throughout the day and be able to stop and not be on such a treadmill uh trying to go through life in in a rush and so when we're giving ourselves self-congratulation we want to say how um, this experience is really going to be um, a huge one for ourselves because then our whole sense of being can be uplifted. And as we practice too, we're going to find our sensory perceptions getting um, training as well so that when we're savoring something and we're doing this with possibly we're trying to do this when there are distractions, we're able to pick through that and slow down anyway. Um, not just slow down, but to immerse ourselves in a different way and take time to really found, find ourselves uh, remembering, even if there are distractions and feeling like um, possibly it's, it's difficult to do this. But taking a look and comparing um, how things um, are from this point to another point too is another way of saying okay we're experiencing certain things but we also have had other things that maybe weren't quite such a good experience but when we make ourselves um, give ourselves the option of comparison we're going to find that uh, a lot of times we're feeling better too because we're absorbed in the moment and we're able to know that we can have positive feelings and that we're enjoying what we're doing too 
some of that is considered a flow of you know energy and a lot of times um, we when we pause and reflect we can be in a flow we can move ourselves into a positive flow as we're doing this too we're we're in the process of gratitude so we're savoring gratitude and we're blessing things as we go and giving thanks and it does take extra time to appreciate uh, things going on around us and it takes extra you know mindset to be present to say thank you out loud if there are things happening if you have a positive reaction to something someone did for you or um, just having that appreciation with the experience knowing that you're savoring this thank you opportunity um, it makes you feel different and as we're also thinking positively we're not trying to just avoid negative thinking but we want to um, be able to help manage the opportunity of um, controlling negative feelings and thoughts and um, looking for different situations that we feel happier and are able to help remind ourselves that as we go along during the day it is possible to um, relish each moment whatever that moment is and sometimes it's very short-lived but um, each of the moments that we we go through have the same amount of time it's more how we observe it and how we immerse within it and how we sense through our sensing uh, mechanisms how we sense that is or how we can remember it um, in a recall mode so pausing is very important and we want to keep ourselves cognizant of what it takes to do that on a regular basis during our day because we we have that opportunity to make that choice and on that pause note we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly success starts here VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. When you slow down, you give yourself a gift of time for being. Here in the abundant flow, thought seeds grow. Daily moments rush past and disappear into memory. Surround yourself with an essence of nature and feel a renewed sense of hope and peace. Watching a bee gather pollen, the wind playing with leaves, garden flowers presenting their unique, colorful faces. These are the simple joys possible. Our natural world gets left behind in the concrete jungle, digital maze, or inner and outer environment systems. Make a choice to fill your mind with uplifting images surrounding you with invisible access on your mobile devices, in your working and living environments. Pause pads are a quick momentary retreat for your mind to find a space to pause in the middle of a busy day for a moment for a reality break from a busy schedule, or as a reminder to take time for yourself to get uplifted. The pause pad break has so many benefits and yet is like a lily pad floating around in sight and in mind as a space to experience an immediate sense of calm. Take a break, hit the pause pad button, or send an email to mcspectrums at gmail.com. Life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions. When they happen, they can feel elating or devastating to those affected. It can also get in the way of your personal and professional life. On Life-Altering Events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. 
It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Mindful Space to Pause with your host, Dee Lee. If you'd like to connect with the show, we'd love to hear from you via email. You can send them to mcspectrums at gmail.com. That's mcspectrums at gmail.com. Now, back to Mindful Space to Pause. Welcome back to Mindful Space. We are discussing practicing presence, savoring gratitude. A lot of this has to do with experience and how you experience something, how you are immersed in an event. And recall of memory, um, memory is really a, a, a continuous process. And we have lots of de- details that we experience in memory. But our memory sometimes changes with different uh, events. And as we um, bring back a memory and we look at it um, and look at it again in a, in a different way, sometimes the, the memory that we started with might change in a little angle because of something else that was added in our memory process. Um, so sometimes we are uh, looking at something that might have a couple of different uh, levels than when we first started, but the, the more um, present that we can be in these events that we, we actually say, I want to remember in, in telling yourself you want to savor different events or memories, then um, taking that kind of an approach, you're going to be actually asking yourself to take more um, sensory uh, participation by looking at something in a deeper way or listening to nature and the sounds or the sense of smell of something that actually you're immersed with that um, as you work through this, um, you know, it's very fascinating as to how memory is created and how it's converted into a little bit of information that gets stored away. But it's interesting that as we go through this, we're also saying, okay, well, we are um, having something that we can handle here, that we can uh, influence what we're going to be um, preserving, we're, we're actually savoring that memory, and we're going to create memories with a, an intensity here, not just passing through the day, but we're also going to be asking ourselves to be participatory so that we have experiences that we can store into our brain system and be able to recall them um, and use them as we go down through our life going in the, into the future. Um, so it's it's a process where we are working with not just an experience, but how are we converting that into something that's encoded into our minds? Um, it's very interesting process, and there's different ways that we can enhance this by being more participatory, by asking ourselves to remember. Uh, making things more important for memory and and taking that extra little focus to say, okay, this is how I want to um, put together this event in my mind 
um, connected to different parts of other events possibly. But uh, when we recall memories, um, they're retrieved usually in the order um, where we we have something trigger. It's a stimulus. It makes us remember some part of something, and, and then it can be expanding too from that initial connection. So um, encoding and storage and retrieval, you know, it's, it's very uh, intentional as we go through this that we want to be able to take our experiences and have us be able to identify them in a way that uh, we're able to recall and also feel like they're going to be important to us for um, future memory. So sometimes memories can get distorted, though, because there are, you know, if we have less information that we've actually, uh, details, maybe not all there. And so as we're trying to recall something, maybe we weren't paying as much attention uh, during the experience. And so some of our memories might not have all of the elements that we want to, or that we think we had kept available. And so it can be a little bit disturbing because we have a sense of something got uh, destroyed or maybe it was uh, whatever's pulling up is a false sense of a memory. And so we have to be careful that we are not um, recalling emotions that aren't really there because if we have an experience and we somehow didn't keep track of the detail, um, we just want to not just come up with an imaginary event, but we want to be able to give ourselves the experience and say, okay, well, we are grateful for the opportunity and we appreciate the opportunity to recall this. Um, when we feel gratitude um, and that feeling of gratitude um, could be for saying thank you even, your words of thank you, um, don't have to be fancy or um, basically all you have to do is really feel that from your heart, your appreciation. And that's also how we recall things uh, from emotion. There's a lot of different words that have to do with um, thank yous that, um, I mean, words that have appreciation. And when we play with words, um, words can mean different things to different people, and uh, keeping things short is the the biggest effort. Sometimes we are very uh, lengthy in how we describe something. We might not have the correct word either, and so it becomes something that um, the effort of appreciation can get a bit tedious because we're not sure what words we should use if we're sending a written um, note um, or if we're uh, talking with someone we might not get you know the the right word together that makes that we're trying to actually put into something if we're in an experience and, and are able to take a few moments and check in with our emotions we can usually come up with something that's um, showing the appreciation just by the words. So it's very simple to say thank you. And that is the most elegant. Um, and also as if someone's helping you um, and you're feeling that um, you know, you're appreciative, you could just say, I appreciate you. And it, I am grateful for you having helped me with this. You're so great. 
um, you're in a light mode, you know, if um, you say sincerely thank you, um, this is, you've been very helpful. Those are words that people can understand and also they aren't difficult to um, pull up in our memory at that moment too. So having a subset of different feelings and emotions that you check in with and you know, okay, well, this is how I relate to a, a sense of appreciation. Have a few of those that you um, become comfortable with because then you're going to have them with you in any moment and, um, and short is sweet. And it's helpful to have that appreciation uh, right there. You're savoring the appreciation of someone helping. And they then are appreciating having that feeling of appreciation from you. So um, some other comments that might be a little longer in verbiage. Uh, you could say, um, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, you want to get into a different way. You can be a little bit more wordy. Uh, just making sure it's genuine and um, saying, I'm grateful for your generosity. I really appreciate And you say thank you for different things. So um, if you're looking at uh, a situation where there's been um, assistance, you know, where someone's given support on something, we really appreciate for all that you've done. And You've helped me at the right moment, um, and we're very thankful for your support at this time. So the support and the idea of someone being kind and in ability, um, sometimes we ask, how can I ever repay you? And most of this is on situations that someone has done something because they felt like they wanted to, not so much looking for a payback. Um, thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate this uh, feeling and knowing that um, your thinking of me was very helpful. So um, if we have a positive situation like that, uh, you might want to um, have a core set of words again gathered together that you have um, and maybe you can memorize a scenario uh, of a situation and a set of words that help to have um, on the tip of your tongue, knowing that you're possibly not going to use them all, all the time, but um, when you're uh, showing gratitude, um, you know, gratitude is such a elusive situation, but when you practice it, it makes you more likable too. I mean, people appreciate being appreciated they um it improves your relationships and uh you're also improving your happiness because you you start giving that appreciation out it's a whole different energy it's coming from inside and you're finding yourself sharing it and when you do that too um we're getting a sense that the um things are just so I mean, from a gratefulness, um, it's a different energy, and it softens us and makes us much more, um, you know, in a, a lighter spin here. And as we do this, we're also able to um, help others in a way that uh, might help uplift them. 
So the idea here is to be uh, taking our appreciation and offering it in a powerful way, which helps others. But we also are cultivating our own attitude here as well. So gratitude and savoring gratitude, when you say thank thank you, um, hopefully this helps in getting um, that appreciative note across to someone. And you don't have to say much more than that. So uh, when you pay attention to your emotion, how do you feel when you say that? Um, how does it get received? And when you're giving that, that explanation to someone and give it as a gift, they would be hopefully taking that as a gift and um, being able to then um, know that you were genuine, genuine in that process. So it's very interesting because in this process, too, um, we want to start with practicing with our senses. And when we nourish our relationship to the ideas of uh, peace and pleasure and um, having our day with intentional focus, we're going to have a different feeling in the morning about having... we, how we want to take our day and plan uh, it intentionally. During this whole process, we're connecting to present moments and uh, pausing. And we really look at things that um, are in a different attitude. We're in the attitude of gratitude and we're savoring the moment with that process. So as we look at this too, we're saying, okay, well, um, this is... Um, able to be expressed. Some people write in a journal, uh, in a gratitude journal. Some people do a lot of different things, just smile, um, give away the, the gift of the smile, uh, practicing patience. You know, you're being calm, um, looking for ways to not judge on different things uh, happening. And for the most part, um, the things we learn from nature are limitless. And some of these are just so, they're free. And we learn to respect and admire as this is a fascinating journey as we go along. When I open my eyes, I see love flows freely through me. When I open my ears, I hear floating songs of melody. When I open my feelings, I ensure I'm truly connected. When I open my voice, I share my vocal light everywhere. When I tune to my sense of smell, I'm enveloped in dancing aromas. And when I open my full heart, I know I am made of a lot of parts. And I, and with this mindful sensing, I find the creator is simply in me. And on that note, we're going to take a D-note and pause. And we look forward to sharing with you next time. joining us this week on Mindful Space to Pause. Tune in every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition featuring your host, Dee Lee, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you next time.